0: Where women hide their love of cannabis inviting you out of the smoke with Hi ladies this podcast is intended for listeners over the age of 19 and we ask that you respect your local laws regarding cannabis and its cultivation
1: yep be sure to like download, follow subscribe and of course share with your friends that's right Highly I know that's <laughs> me. That was you. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Annie. This is all very technical. Very. How was your week? I had a great week. Uh, it's, spring is here.
0: I know. It's my
1: joyous time. I'm just waiting for the ground to thaw, seeing mm-hmm. beautiful,
0: beautiful plants pop up every day. Uh, I saw your lungwort <laughs> in the garden. I was a little jealous. Yours is already blooming, it's and mine is barely poked its head out of the ground. I so. think I'm gonna do some research on why it's called lungwort. Yeah, you were saying, so we have a theory that it may have, like, been consumed to treat something. Lung warts. Some lung warts of some kind. <laughs> right? wonder if we can smoke that, too. Don't uh, no. try. Don't no, try. No, no. So kidding. I'm,
1: uh, just the idea of spring being here and having winter behind us, let's maybe be able to breathe again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just so nice to spend some time outside. Um, I swung by Overgrown uh, over the weekend and picked up, the, I there. there's some thrips Damage on my, my leaves that I didn't know was there because I don't know any much about growing yet, so I'm still learning. So I sent some photos off to Steve, and he was like, yeah, come on in, and g- hooked me up with oh, exactly what, what I need." If you
1: have something start to go wrong, just take a picture. Just take a picture it of it. And they'll be like, this is what it is, and this is... Come on over, and we'll give you the fix.
0: That's right. So I, I walked in. I was in and out in, like, three minutes. Um, a thrip spray. Got me some thrip spray. Say that three times. Right? But uh, I thought it was... Um, you sent me a reminder that to do the top of the leaves and the underside of the leaves. So. Yep. Right. Keep on top of those things. Keep, Keep an eye on your
1: plants because things can go awry really quickly if you don't. They sure can. Yeah. Yep.
0: But this week, we we're have, not talking about growing. We aren't, but we have oh, something to say first. I know. Oops. Oops. So, Hot okay. box correction. Hot box correction. So, when we make mistakes, we always like to point them out because... Well, we're going to make mistakes, and we will own them when we do. So uh, last week, we, t- we were talking about uh, visiting Tokyo Smoke in Barrie and meeting the most wonderful educator or, or budtender. I prefer yeah. educator. She
1: was the best I think I've ever come across.
0: Hands down the best I've ever come across. And
1: yet we are such asses that we pronounced her name wrong. That's right. It is Fee.
0: Her Fee, name is and, Fee, and Fee is
1: awesome.
0: Fee is amazing, and we kept saying her name wrong. And Fee, we're really sorry that 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 was our bad.
1: Yeah. So go see Fee at Tokyo Smoke.
0: Yeah, you'll have an awesome experience. So the, the, there's my correction. Yeah. But this well, week we
1: both made that mistake. Yeah. Okay.
0: But this week we're talking about the oversaturation of the market here, yeah. especially here in Ontario, yeah. because that's where we are.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, that is an issue. We're going to talk about oversaturation, and then we're going to have a little bit of fun with a story or two. That's right.
0: Okay. So, so what do we
1: mean by oversaturation?
0: So right now, so last summer, uh, so the summer of 2020 in Ontario, we had a, we had about 100 stores that were approved and opened across the province. Um, everybody complained that it wasn't fast enough. We needed more stuff. So let's fast forward to now. We have... We well, have, on oh, February, February, mid-February, I think it was February 20th, um, we said there was 420 stores had opened. That was like, oh, that was fun, Four, 420.
1: Yeah, I um, think
0: we're up to about 545 stores yep. are opening every day. That's right. CBC is reporting that uh, by the fall of this year we should have 1,000 stores. 1,000 stores. In Ontario. In Ontario. Which is cool, and 1,000 stores across Ontario could totally work. There's enough people in Ontario to service a thousand stores, but they're not laid out to service everybody in the province.
1: As a, as a comparison, California, the entire state of California, has 600 dispensaries. Yep. And they have 39.5 million people. So, right. There's as many people in California as there is in all of Canada. Ontario only has. It's like
0: 14 and a half, 14 ish million. 14 ish million, yep. yeah. So, just to put it into perspective. That's right. Um, we're going to have, so, th- I mean, that means that you are you have businesses that are going to service a, a larger range of people. So, if you're the only guy in town, or mm-hmm. the only, sorry, the only girl, the only person in town selling cannabis, everybody's coming to you, yep. right? They're not going to make that 45 minutes to an hour trip out of the city to go to another store, regardless of what. They think of either like you, your business, your what you're selling, what your, your prices are, all those things. You're the only guy in town. Yeah, but so, for example, um, Kensington Market.
1: Yes, Toronto, Kensington Market
0: is a fabulous example of this. It's
1: always been known for cannabis pre-cannabis mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. My mother and I used to go have lunch at the Hot Box. Oh yeah, in their back beautiful patio and, and smoke a joint and have lunch together. Back, I mean, so many happy memories. Right. But the Kensington. Uh, Business Kensington Market Business Association. Yep. Recently, actually, there's how many in Kensington? There's like six or six.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would say it's like six, six or more within a
1: really concentrated area. Yeah.
0: So for anybody who's not super familiar with uh, Kensington Market, it's just like a little cluster area of. Of, like, stores and houses and yeah. just, like, a little tiny neighborhood. How big would you say it is? I'd like? say
1: it's three blocks wide by a deep block. It's quite small. Right. Part of it is very small. And these dispensaries are literally across the street from each other. That's right. So the BIA for Kensington wrote a letter to... Um, the AGCO, wasn't yes. it? Yes, it was. And they had two things that they wanted. One, they want a longer public consultation period. Right now it's 15 days. Yep. They want it to be 30.
0: Yeah, so there's which more seems reasonable. To
1: yeah. I mean, it takes so long anyways. And they want to cap on the number of businesses in a geographic area, which we don't
0: have in Ontario. We do not. So you could literally have three shops in a row. Yes. As, l- as long as the landlord was okay with three stores beside each other, that's fine. You're allowed to do that. It's not
1: a good business practice. It's, it's certainly not the best. These stores don't know the other stores are coming. There's very little information. So you go through this long process of getting ready you have to have your storefront and all of a sudden there's
0: a well yeah so like you're paying your so you've put an application in so you go to a landlord you you get you sign a rental agreement you start paying rent and then you apply for all all your stuff right because you need that address Mm -hmm. that this is where i intend on selling cannabis so once you do that um then the it's when the, the the door Right, the note goes on the door that yeah. for public notice that all the other stores go. Oh, what?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it it varies across the board in Canada. Yeah, I was looking at what was it? Um, Wasn't it
0: Alberta? Alberta does have a law. They are, but it but it it varies in Alberta from municipality to municipality. Right, okay. so like Edmonton,
1: Edmonton, you can't. The, the stores have to be 200 meters apart right calgary it's 300 meters apart right um they have different it's you know calgary it's 150 meters from schools edmonton yeah it's 200 meters so there's all these variations but ontario has no rule as right. far as how many can go in a row
0: right so it, it, and that was one of the arguments when legalization came out was that more power needed to be given to the municipalities to decide things like how many stores but I mean Ontario is very much known for being open for business and yeah. you know fair and equitable business for all uh, that's a whole nother podcast series on its own but we won't so we won't get into that
1: you and I um, were talking about there are a few ways that cannabis stores if they find themselves in these clusters or even in the general market can set themselves
0: apart that that's right. So I mean, like I look at Barry. That has a the city of Barry has a population of about 150,000 people. We have over 20 stores that are slated to be opening. Opening. So that means that each store can only like really, if everybody in the town consumes, you get about 5,000 at each location, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not everybody in town.
1: Consumes. No. No.
0: Um, and it's not only your city that you might drive uh, pull business from, right? No. There's neighboring communities. Um, I was thinking like there's
1: there's two different models. You can be the Holt Renfrew. Yep. Which, if anybody doesn't know, is a very high end uh, clothing store where it's about the experience. It's about having superior product. It's about having superior service. Right. But you pray with that a premium price. That's right. Or you can be the Forever Twenty One, the disposable clothing store, right? Of cannabis. Yep. And have a smaller footprint. Don't train your staff as well. But be able to undercut prices of those bigger stores. That's right. So that's one way. That's it. Yep. Yeah, and so. people are starting to see that as an option. There's a few stores in town that I feel that that's their business model. We'll mm-hmm. keep it a small space that we have low rent on. We don't have to have as many bud tenders right. on, on the floor and that way we keep our costs down, we can keep our prices down, and that's how we're going to draw things in. That's right. That's one way to do it. That's fine. The more interesting way is to brand yourself or find your niche. Find your niche,
0: exactly. Um, there are there are some really interesting niche stores that, that have sort of been out there. Um, you know even places i look at like the friendly stranger mm-hmm. right where they're relying a lot on that old school yeah. marketing right so friendly stranger was a head shop a head shop yeah a, a head shop from pre legalization and they've now transitioned into being a authorized cannabis reseller um but they rely heavily on that Friendly Stranger brand yeah, that and they created pre, pre-legalization.
1: Exactly. Um, there's one store that's really caught my eye and I want to, the next time we aren't locked down and we're in mm-hmm. Toronto, I want to visit a store called Greenport. You were telling me about this place. This looks really cool. It's the first Canadian cannabis company owned by a female of color. And her name is Viviane Wilson. She looks super cool. She looks super knowledgeable. But tenders are awesome. She's, well, she's the owner.
0: Owner. of is um, <laughs> a uh, She was born in Jamaica awesome. and oh. then
1: moved here to Canada. And she grew up with cannabis as a healing tool used by her grandparents and then mm-hmm. came over to cannabis, can, Canada and saw all the stigma around being Jamaican and the false narratives. And so she's creating this really wonderful space They, their sort of logo or what do you call it, slogan, Mm -hmm. is pushing for radical inclusivity in cannabis. And she's got a beautiful store in Little Italy, but I read an article about her as well. It took her forever to go through the loopholes. Um, Small businesses, it's very much challenging to get into this game with all this really big corporate money. Yeah, definitely. And she's just a woman trying to bring knowledge and power to the plant. So she ended up setting up in Little Italy, and then all of a sudden there were seven dispensaries in her area. Right. So how do you draw people in to be come to you? Well, she's really going from the standpoint of education, destigmatize. T- say it for me. <laughs> Destigmatization and all that good stuff. So I think she looks like an interesting store that will probably survive. Because yeah. a lot of stores will not survive yeah and
0: that's really sad um and even if they don't survive like they might get swallowed up by some of the bigger guys Mm -hmm. who'll just come in and say oh like you, oh you've already got your license you've already you're already set up like we'll just you know eat you up
1: but i took a deep dive into their instagram page Uh, Mm -hmm. look up greenport cannabis no
0: greenport store greenport
1: store yes sorry at Greenport Store on Instagram, they have a beautiful, really educational site. Super educational site. I took a deep dive into it today. Mm-hmm. There's a, in their bio there's a link tree uh, link. Yes, to a
0: petition which looked. I signed it immediately. Okay. And it was basically about it's, it's legalization is not equalization and representation in Ontario cannabis.
1: So it's talking a lot about. The bigger companies are forcing out the smaller people That's because right. they have that power of money. That's right. And that definitely leaves out people of color, indigenous people, and there's no, there's just not a balance in representation within the industry.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. One of the things that caught my eye, I, I kind of scrolled through the, the petition when you showed me this uh, earlier today. Um, and I haven't really read it, hence why I haven't signed it yet. But one thing that stuck out to me on it was talking about um, people with convictions, yes. like prior cannabis convictions. Um, the barriers for them to get into the legal market are astronomical, I mean, and, and in many situations, it's, it that's a pipe dream. Pre- it just precludes them from,
1: and this. I saw it coming very early on, like, a person like me isn't going to be able to get in, I don't have the money to even get through the process, and now we've got these big huge corporations that know nothing about the culture, know nothing about the plant, really don't care about the plant, they see dollars. That's right, that's right. And that is probably why there's these wackadoodle laws that don't make sense, because they're not coming at it from an experienced point of view. That's right. That's what I got to say on that. That's Greenport in Toronto, 686 College Street, check them out, check out their
0: Instagram. And uh, support. Yeah, s- send them sm- some love and support smaller, local.
1: smaller, yeah.
0: Yeah, if, if you live in Little Italy, I think you found your new spot. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, do we had some stories, didn't we? Oh, uh, we do, we do. Is that all we have to say about that? I think that's all we have to say about that. Yeah, well... I mean, I mean
0: we can also talk about how there's, like, areas in the province that don't have stores. Yeah. Like, I mean, we pulled up a, the map on the AGCO website, and, like, there, there's some... Areas that you're like, oh, why does why is the area of Newmarket have nothing? Well, because they opted out. But then there's like longer stretches, so between London and Chatham, Chatham, that was it. There, there's no stores, yeah. so that might be an area that decided that they were not going to opt in. But like that seems like a pretty large stretch. Yeah, of and then no there's stores.
1: other pockets where it's like. So many stores in one area. That's right. And right. the market will even that out, all
0: out. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, here in Barrie alone, I mean, up on Cundles, there's, there's going to be four stores within 200 meters of each other.
1: Like, well, it's, it's, it's going to be on all Barry, four stores. Downtown Dunlop, which, I mean, our city, oh, right. don't get me started, has destroyed our downtown by having it under construction consistently for years. Yeah. yeah. So you can't drive down there, which has driven out businesses. The only things left down there are c- new cannabis stores. Pubs? Payday loans, a few pubs, but half the businesses are gone. Yeah. And it's really sad, and it's just going to be a strip of cannabis stores that will have to find their niche, will have to set themselves apart, but they aren't all going to be able to rise to the top. No. So, what do they say? Location, location, location. That's right. And customer service.
0: Customer service. Yes. All right. But you, um, had, you had a good story from... So, uh, last week when we talked about... You know, making a better bud tender, and we we'd reached out to some bud tenders online and uh, asked them for some stories. We asked them for what their thoughts were on how to build a better bud tender themselves. So, yeah, it, this was an awesome story that game.
1: I really enjoyed this one. Uh, sh- uh, bud Tender Shay, spelt Bud Tender S H A Y 4.0, she sent us some advice, which we'll get to in another episode, but yeah. she sent us a funny story. I think we need more funny stories. We do. I wanna have a laugh. I don't want to get too serious. Right. So I'm gonna read a fun, crazy customer story from Bud Tender Shea. She's out in Lumbee, BC. So hello British Columbia. Hey-o. Heyo. Alright, this is from Bud Tender Shea 4.0. Okay, so one time at the shop I work at now, the higher path out here in Lumbee. One of our previous owners is a phenomenal artist. So our shop is almost like a recreational pot shop slash art gallery. It's actually hella rad. Anyways, one day Tom and I are hanging out in the shop when this random guy walks in because he's seen the art. He starts saying that he's an up-and-coming rapper and he wanted a piece no matter what the cost. So, there's a sick eagle painting in the shop right now and he's like, that one. That's the freakin' one. You gotta take my picture, dog. I want my face on this painting right now. And I don't care what it costs. Get my power pose. Get my power pose. So Tom, I'm really getting into this. I can see that. <laughs> I'm acting it out. So Tom and I ended up having an impromptu photo shoot in the shop with this guy. I'm taking the pictures. Tom is posing this guy in his best power stances. After about a 10 to 15 minute photo shoot, I show him the photos. He picks the ones he likes, and then just goes to leave. I'm like, whoa, what's your contact info? How is the artist supposed to get a hold of you? And that's when he says, find me on Facebook, Drake God, we out. And then he freaking left, didn't <laughs> leave us any contact info, and we've never heard or seen from him since. That's awesome. I love that. that I love that. Yeah. A, we've never actually had a letter come into to High Ladies
0: that had visuals. Yes, but she, she sent, sent a couple of the the, the photoshoot photos and they're amazing. Oh my god. I'm going to ask her if we
1: have permission maybe to put them up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're pretty great. Cause they bring, when you see the pictures, you're like, that's exactly how I imagined mm-hmm. it yep. going down. Yeah, exactly. He missed out on an awesome ego painting. He did. But, you know, he ha- got his power but pose. But he got his power pose, right? Oh, I love that.
0: Well, here, then I'll share one of my favorite bud-tending stories. Um, I was working at a shop during lockdown uh, this past winter, and this uh, the senior citizen would, uh, she would come to the shop, and we used to have these conversations all the time about why we don't carry anything more than 10 milligram edibles. And it... And so, you know, I was explaining to her, like, well, that's all that the government allows us to put, you know, that's all you can put into a package. And she's she's arguing with me. She's like, no, I buy 1,500 milligram chocolate bars. 1,500. 1,500 milligram chocolate bars, shatter bars, from a store in Toronto. Mm-hmm, so I'm like, mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I have to tell her that she's hasn't been... Buying legal cannabis. So I'm like, okay, I you know, I wonder how this is gonna go down. So I try and like approach it as gently as I can. Like, oh ma'am, well, I suspect that you may not have been visiting a, a legal store. And it, you know, they lots of them that hey, they, uh, look, they look very legitimate, and it would you would not be, you're not at fault if this is the case. But and she was arguing with me, no, 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 these are legal stores. And Okay, so you just got to let it go, right? Well, you know, I don't have what you're looking for. This is something that I can give to you and, you know, try, try and educate within that space. Then her son comes along and goes, oh no, mom that's totally an illegal store i've been buying it. and the look on this poor woman's <gasps> she face she had no idea she had no clue and she was mortified they were so
1: nice at the shop though they knew so much they,
0: they were super knowledgeable. they right sold
1: me everything
0: that's right and and i just felt like i felt so bad and i could hear her in the car from inside the store oh, no. yelling at her you know, probably 30-something-year-old son who had introduced her to these stores in the city. Liam, I told you, I, <laughs> I can't get arrested at my age. That's right, and that's probably my, my favorite. Her son totally knew the whole time. Whole, yeah, oh, he he, 100% knew, 1,000% knew.
1: I kind of like part of the story is that she's at the cannabis dispensary mm-hmm. with her son. You that would, would be, have been my mom and I. You know what? God bless you, her soul.
0: She and I would have been... You, All You you would be shocked the the number of parents and children that I see come in like older parents right um, even that well like even if like like my mom was interested in maybe trying cannabis is it the
1: children introducing their parents no not always not
0: always um, sometimes it's like just like you know a parent and a child who both consume and. They're both going to the store today, right? Very cool. Very yeah, it's, cool. It, it's very cool. But yeah, like I, I would want my mom to take me with her when she went to a dispensary, at least for the first time. You can the, ask the
1: right questions.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or just and so, so she so knows she, if it's a legal or non-legal dispensary. Right. You know, <laughs> look for that. Look, look for that logo on the front of the store, guys. Look mm. on the look for
1: that Amanda's starting to bang things I'm starting to bang Twitch. I'm getting all I'm getting all excited we're still up now. on our
0: chairs in the hot box I'm actually liking it, it I'm loving this new hot box deal yeah. we got yeah. going Being on, on the floor like right well you know what we have garden. we're gonna have to invite some of our old guests back in yeah
1: Steve would prefer it I think like, so with his bad back I felt so bad I felt so bad for him oh. <laughs> you can come back now we have chairs we have chairs an extra yeah chair. that's but, funny yeah. I think we're at that time. Yep. I think we said we have to say thank you for sharing your stories again with us, friends.
0: Yeah, keep them coming. Mm-hmm. How do they get them to us? They can send them to us, uh, email at highladiespodcast. At com. There we go. Uh, or DM us on Instagram at highladiespodcast. Yep. We would love to read them. Our hearts flutter every time we see one come in. So It's always good to have a giggle. And for all of you uh, listeners listening on Apple Podcast, don't forget to leave a comment and rate and review. Yeah, it's it's really helping us. You have no idea how much it's helping us. It
1: seems odd, but it's their analytics and it just shows engagement. So be engaged with us. That's right. You spent the last 20 some odd minutes. So you can give us 30 seconds and five words. That's right. It's all we need. Mm -hmm. But now it's time for us to step away, take a toke and go be moms. If you've enjoyed today's episode, you can find all of our episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget, like we just said, rate, comment, subscribe, and, of course, tell your friends. Bye, Bye ladies. ladies.